logic arm. Hello? Hello, beautiful world. It's your girl. Been inside for twelve whole days. I think you know what I'm going to say. I have two more good to go. Put it together, bro. This is Angelica Pasquini. You're listening to Go On, an iconic and legendary podcast for icons and legends. Hello, everyone. Hello again. <laughs> I said hello 15 times. Uh, this episode is going to sound a little different. I'm in quarantine. It's actually night 13 now. I recorded that opening yesterday on the 12th night, very Shakespearean. I was like, 12th night, 12th night, was this a book, a movie? And I was like, oh yeah, Shakespeare. So, it's hard to even know where to begin. But I'll just start. I have COVID. I'm almost done. I got my second test. So I'm waiting back on those results so I can be in the clear to go home because I do live with my family right now. But I've been quarantined alone in Hoboken, New Jersey for 13 days now. Uh, It's been crazy. I feel strong tonight. I feel good. And I feel like the worst has passed and that, you know, I feel a lot of gratitude. A lot of time to reflect when you have COVID because you're just alone. And the first week, I definitely numbed out a lot, ate a lot, uh, watched a whole season of Schitt's Creek. Turn my phone on silent. Um, A whole season of Schitt's Creek, which was very helpful. Hi, it's me from the future. I just listened back to this and realized I said I watched a season of Schitt's Creek. No, I watched a series. I watched all six seasons in six days. Days, nights, whatever you want to call it, napping a lot, just avoiding the terrifying reality. When you first get the phone call, they're like, it's not like the normal one where it's the front desk girl. And you know I vibe with the front desk girl every time because I was one for five years. Ghostbusters, what do you want? It's normal you get the call and they're like, hey, how are you doing? doing? Can you confirm your birthday? 72788. And they always give a little bit of a pause there, you know, just for a dramatic effect. And you're like, 
right, yeah, your test came back, it's negative. And you're like, whew, thank you. But when it's a positive test, phone rings, ring, 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 it's on the bed. I look over, I'm like, I don't know how, but this phone is ringing in a drama way. It was like a slow-mo close-up. So I was like, let me pick up this phone. You know, it's a random number, I pick up. Hi, this is Dr. from You know what, I don't need to censor her name. I'm an adult. Her name is Dr. Fuck. <laughs> Just kidding. PCR test came back and it was positive for COVID-19 and you have to quarantine for 10 to 14 days. Do you have any questions? Any questions? I just, I, I wanted to be like, what? Do I have questions? Have you, have you seen a message board in the last eight months? Have you been on Reddit, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook? My brain just starts this loop. The first thing that happens is that I'm like, I am at my sister's apartment. I need to tell her. And then she's not going to be able to fly home. And this is going to be a whole fucking thing. So I just call her immediately crying. She's like, oh my God, don't worry. We'll just stay here. It's okay. Just stay there for two weeks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So grateful to my sister and Justin. So grateful. That's her boyfriend. And um, so I got to just stay here. And of course, I was grateful that I didn't see my mom. And I was already three days into a quarantine. I got here on a Monday night. It was a Wednesday that I got the news. And I hadn't seen anyone. So that was amazing. So then I have to draft the text. The text that says, I have COVID and I exposed your ass. Luckily, I only had to send it to three people because I had only seen three people without a mask on. And all of them were like, oh my God, it's okay. Don't worry. Are you okay? These are people that are like very, very close friends of mine who only wear a mask ever. The friends that I see are very, very careful also. And... So I felt really bad, you know, sending this text because I know that all of us are like really mindful about it. And um, I just felt really bad. But also it's weird. There's a subtext. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a subtext that's like, you could have gotten me sick too. So it's just weird. Everyone reacts differently, but everybody was really sweet. So then I sit on my bed and I'm crying and I'm like, well, remember when you had an inhaler when you were little? And then I was like, yeah, but I was lying about that. It wasn't really sports-induced asthma. I just really didn't want to do jam. And then I was like, yeah, but remember how like everyone thought it was actually because you had big boobs and you couldn't do any of the activities? And I was like, yeah, that sucked. But do you think that I have a respiratory issue? And then I was like, no, but they did prescribe you the inhaler, so it must have been somewhat legitimate. And then I was like, yeah, I do remember falling asleep wheezing. And then I said to myself, you know, babe, that we have New York insurance, not New Jersey. And then I said, listen, I know we really can't go there right now. It's too big of an issue. How do I think I got it? I was on a bus in Fort Greene, okay? There was this lady, she was coughing. She had no mask on at all, coughing out into the air. And I thought, mm, yeah, this could be it. I'll never know. I'll never know. I can't prove it. But it would, it would make some sense because I was on that bus with her. And it's like kind of like being in a room, a moving room, a moving small room. So then I had to just sit back, listen to my brain, tell it to calm down. Listen to my brain, tell it to calm down. All the 
these years, all of us throwing money at therapists, mindfulness, meditation, books, standing on your head, going into cold water, going into a hot sauna, going into the dry desert, going into a wet cave, figuring out who you are, figuring out what you want, backpacking, hacky sacking, um, knapsacking, (laughs) canoeing. I mean, swimming to the depths of the ocean, climbing to the highest mountains. We're all constantly doing all these things to push ourselves and understand who we are, what we're made of, and what the fuck is all going on in this mystery. Madonna said life is a mystery. When you get COVID, it's like, all right, bitch, training day's over. Let's kick it into high gear. Let's see, let's see what all these little mindfulness concepts have taught you. Because now you have an invisible disease that you can't even really feel, but it could kill someone and you have to be alone and you will be met with the moment continually where you get the choice. You're going to stay in the moment, you're going to freak out. You're going to stay in the moment, you're going to freak out. Yeah, it actually reminds me of J-Lo. No, not J-Lo. J-Wow. J-Wow from Jersey Shore. Do you remember when she was like, you can stay or get your ass beat? If you want to get your ass beat, you can trust me. You can stay, get your ass beat. You can stay, get your ass beat. Okay. You can stay, get your ass beat. All right. She's right. You can stay in the moment. You can get your ass beat by your own worries, your fears, your neuroses, future tripping. Stay in the moment or get your ass beat. I think, I think that's what she was talking about. So your first week after you test positive, you're a celebrity, okay? You got people calling you, texting you. You got paparazzi outside your house, okay? You got people coming out of the woodwork. You're basically Eminem after making 8 Mile when he said everybody came out the woodwork. I have all these relatives I didn't know about. That, that was dead ass how it is. Everybody's like, how are you? Are you okay? And while you're really grateful, you're also just like, wow, I got to talk about this one subject. 1,000 times and everyone's checking in wondering what your vitals are and of course you're grateful and it is really sweet but at the same time it's not good for the anxiety when you're like bracing for the worst to come also how about those relatives you have you know you know relatives you have that are like they don't know you at all you they, they never talk to you you know you see them at a funeral and they're like you ever need anything I'm right here okay like that's how all Italian relatives are the older ones. They don't know you. They don't know your name. They barely know your name, okay? But they, they're like, they see you like once every five years. They're like, anything ever happens to you, you call me. Anything. I love you more than anything. There's no words to describe the love I have for you. <laughs> and you're like, I love you too, babe. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so real, you know? It's like, I remember thinking when I was younger, my grandpa got sick a lot when I was little and I was really close to him. And I remember feeling and thinking like, wow, whenever we end up in this hospital, everything real happens. You know, like everything um, is finally just honest and direct. Not that life can always be as intense as it is in a hospital, but there's something very beautiful and powerful about what, what, what comes what comes with these crazy, unpredictable, terrifying moments, you know? Um, also, people just want to know what it's about, like what it's actually really like. They want a first-hand account, which I fully understand. Um, so then my friends' tests are coming in. Negative, 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 all three. So I'm like, okay, maybe I don't have it. 
Maybe these symptoms of shortness of breath, um, heart palpitations, like going to the bathroom, some stomach issues. Maybe this is all anxiety. I don't know. And so I'm like, all right, do I go get another test? But then think about it. So my, I don't think I mentioned this, but my rapid was negative. And then my PCR was positive, which leads me to believe, again, maybe false positive, right? But I wasn't going to go in the cold, wait online, get one, another test. Let's say they came back negative. Then I would have to get a third fucking test because I'd have one positive, one negative. What am I going to do? Trust the negative? And then you have to wait in between for the results for the PCR on each of those. So I just stayed put, you know, second week, especially when you start to show that you're not really, um, having too many symptoms. Second week, things chill out. People get over you a little bit, which is nice. It's a good relief. Second week, I was able to, um, kind of calm down and Okay, someone's hitting a piece of metal over and over outside, which I fully respect. So I'm going to wrap up by saying, listen, if you get a test and it's positive, understand that you might not end up experiencing the worst of the worst. You might. You might not. If you're lucky enough, you can just stay put in a safe, warm place. And, you know... Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. This whole thing is just like really upsetting and and I'm I'm really grieving what life used to be like. I'm sure you are too. It gives you a lot of time to reflect on just this whole insane year. You know, connecting to people and being with people is the whole point of everything. Everything else is just details and made up bullshit. It's like being around another person and, um, you know, it's like even words. Well, I told you, I mean, I've literally had stoner thoughts without smoking weed for two weeks. So (laughs) this is what I feel like. But even just feeling someone else near you is so it is that is it. I mean, that is why that is life is connecting to animals and nature and people and and being near one another. I remember reading this um, article that showed how hypochondriacs, when they do studies on them, they come to realize that uh, they actually just really deep, like, so their subconscious desire, which we are operating with, we have conscious and unconscious desires, you know, you know, they have deep down inside that they actually just really want to be taken care of. Like they want to be laying in a bed and have everyone standing around the bed and like doing all this love for them, you know, like in a hospital or whatever. That's what they say the root cause of hypochondria is, which I think is really interesting because uh, when you test positive, you kind of have to be that for yourself, you know, you have because no one can come near you. So you have to kind of like... um take care there's like a very intimate you know relationship with yourself where you really are like all right I'm going to take care of you I got you in that way I am grateful all right if you find yourself positive with COVID a couple tips 
Number one, test out your taste buds. Make sure that you can smell. Eat. Eat everything. Don't hold yourself back. Go nuts. Pickles. Vinegar. Any kind of thing that's like spicy or interesting. And you know what? Get a bag of chips. Get some Lay's. Get barbecue and sour, cu- sour cream and onion. Okay? My parents delivered groceries to me. Some of it was healthy. Some of it wasn't. I ate through all the junk food first like three days. You know what? I was just testing these taste buds. Just have to do it. If you find yourself um, having an appetite at all, just be grateful. Number two, Great British Bake Off. Never thought I'd care about that show. It is so calming. I'm telling you. Everybody's been talking about it. You probably already know, but like it's so good. People are like stressing out over a biscuit and then they go to cry. And then you see them in the moment sort of be like, oh my God, it's just a biscuit. It's great. And last but not least, I'm going to leave you with this sound in case you're stressed out right now to enjoy. This is a a slowed down iPhone ringtone. It's a powerful metaphor there, isn't there? I just can't do it right now. I've had enough deep thoughts. I'm going to go to like a virtual monster truck show and drink Red Bull. So take care. Take care of each other. Ciao. Peace, love, blessings.